You're listening to the Vol Basketball Fever Podcast, your number one source for discussions about the Vols and Lady Vols basketball programs. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're also on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Now, get ready for a new episode of Vol Basketball Fever. Hello, everyone, and welcome in to another episode of the Vol Basketball Fever podcast. I am Nathaniel Rutherford, joined by a special guest for today's episode. That is Coach Rodney Perry. He's the head coach of Link Academy. You all may have heard of it because that's where Julian Phillips played this last year. So I wanted to get uh, Coach Perry on to talk about Julian Phillips. Coach, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to do this interview. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So all of you all watching at home on YouTube or listening along on, on your podcast app of choice, thank you all so much. You can you know, subscribe to the channel, like this video if you want to, share it around because I'm sure Coach Perry is going to have a ton of great info about not only the, the player that Julian Phillips is, but also kind of the person he is. Well, Coach, before we kind of get too deep into it, I, I was just telling you before I started to record here, you know, I, was, I was looking kind of in your background and stuff and, and saw an article written about you and you were uh, hired as Link Academy's head coach last year. Uh, you got a pretty extensive background in terms of some of the guys you've coached. Uh, uh, Trey Young comes to mind as a guy you've coached, but also you coached uh, Kennedy Chandler, who Vol fans obviously very well aware of who that is. So if you don't, you don't mind just really quickly running through some of the you know places you've been, because I know you, even Kansas City was where you've been. You've been to um, a, number, a number of places, a number of guys you've coached. So just run kind of through some of the the places you've been and, and some of the guys you've you've seen in your years of coaching. Well, I, uh, as far as places I've been, uh, I was at University of Missouri, Kansas City before I came uh, to Link. So I was, spent a couple years there, uh, worked for a great coach, uh, Billy Donnelly, uh, who um, helped lead Kansas City to the best record in 30 years. Uh, and prior to that, I was at Oral Roberts University. Uh, started out with uh, Coach Scott Sutton. Uh, and then finished uh, up with Paul Mills there, who just led uh, Oral Roberts to a deep NCAA tournament run a couple of years ago, you know, as well. And um, so I have have some college experience. I coached, uh, I was a head coach at Avila University in Kansas City, an NAI uh, school there, and uh, but also have been blessed and privileged to coach some, some pretty talented players. Uh, you mentioned Trey Young. Um, obviously Trey Young is having a, uh, phenomenal pro career, you know, as well. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. was also on our team with Trey. We was able to win a PCM championship, uh, with those guys, uh, our first PCM championship. And, uh, then was fortunate enough to coach Kenley Chandler, uh, which helped lead us to our second PCM championship. Uh, him and Nafale Dante was the two catalysts uh, with Dewan Harris uh, on that team, uh, you know, there. And so I have a, a few guys that's um, in the NBA uh, right now. And uh, we actually have three guys that's in this year's draft uh, that will get drafted pretty high, I would say, uh, too. So, you know, I kind of have an idea and knows kind of what, you know, that looks like, you know, from a player standpoint. And uh, and that was part of the reason why Julian Phillips, you know, ended up coming and playing for us at Link Academy, uh, you know, too, because he actually wants to be, you know, a pro and be the next guy that goes into the draft. 
Yeah, and that leads perfectly into kind of the first big question I had about Julian. Um, you know, I, I'm not a big fan of trying to compare you know, a player to another player or say that, you know, this is the guy reminds me of this or whatever, because it, it's never an apples to apples comparison, but you just listed off some of the guys you coach. Like you said, Julian came there for a reason. So from, a, again, not trying to compare him to any of the other guys, but from a talent perspective and kind of a potential that he has perspective, you know, how does Julian Phillips compare to some of the guys you coach and, and what do you think his ultimate you know potential is as a player? Yeah, he has pro potential. Um, he could very easily end up being a first round draft pick, uh, here in the near future, you know, too. Um, and so he's very talented, but even more so than talented because pros all have a common denominator and, uh, factor, um, and which is their hard workers and their discipline. And he has that, uh, he's a very hard worker. He disciplined and and then the the thing I like most about him is he's coachable. Um, he he's going to take whatever you tell him and he's going to go apply it and never ask why are we doing what we're doing or I think there's a better way or anything like that. He's just going to do what he's told to do and go try to do it to the best of his ability, you know. Too, and that's the other factor that I love about him and one of the reasons why I say he will eventually end up being a pro and a long term pro because he has a business like mentality. Uh, he just goes and does what he's supposed to do. He's very disciplined when he does it, and he knows what he wants, you know, out of the game. Well, it sounds like you might have answered my next question without knowing it, but I was going to ask you what what was kind of the most impressive thing about Julian to you this past year, and it can be both on you know on the court and off the court both. But it sounds like you, his work ethic was kind of the thing that really stood out to you the most. Yeah, his work ethic is off the chart, uh, but. The other thing that stood out to me about him was his consistency level. You know, he was our most consistent player uh, this season, you know, as well. And then uh, the other thing that stood out, uh, a player of his magnitude and stature uh, that never complained about anything, you know, whatsoever. Uh, and so that was the other thing that stood out. And and the other thing that, that, that stood out to me, you know, kind of off the floor is the type of person that he is, is is the fact of he's a very funny guy, uh, in which a lot of people don't know that about him. And uh, his teammates gravitate to him, you know, as well. And so that's the other thing, you know, that comes to mind. And he's also a, a super competitive guy, you know, too. He hates to lose. Um, and so uh, those are the things that I, I really enjoyed, you know, getting to know about him and being able to coach him this year. Well, I know the, the first time around, you know, before he ended up committing to LSU, Tennessee was recruiting him. And then when he, you know, backed out of LSU because of the firing of Will, Ray, Will Wade, Tennessee obviously dove right back in and head first and recruiting him hard too. How, how much have you been able to speak with, you know, Rick Barnes or, or Tennessee's assistants throughout the process of, you know, them recruiting Julian Phillips? Well, they've done an outstanding job, uh, especially the second time around. Uh, the first time around, I think they were just a little bit late getting to to be able to recruit him. And with Julian, it's all about relationships. Um, he's going to go to the place that he feels most comfortable uh, and have the best relationship. And with them already recruiting him the first time around and having that relationship there, and they've kind of came back the second time around and just built on the relationship and to the point where he felt comfortable 
that, hey, this is where I want to go and play my college career. Gotcha. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Um, I mean, he was wanted by everyone. That seemed like, I mean, it's especially the second time around when he backed out of LSU, everyone's like, oh, there's, he's back in the market. Let's, let's go and, and try to do what we can. So I know obviously Tennessee and Auburn. And then he, again, like you mentioned, uh, having the pro um, mentality and the desire to go there. I mean, he had a couple of, you know, pro options on the table for him as his finalist. He had the Ignite and he had the um, Overtime Elite as options too. I mean, th- that, you know, what, what do you think led to him? deciding to go to college rather than, you know, deciding to go pro out of, out of Link Academy. Did you, did you, did you all talk about that any, you know, behind the scenes or anything? Yeah. Um, his mentality is don't cheat the process. Uh, his mentality is go somewhere where someone's going to continue to help develop me to become, you know, a pro and his pro uh, mentality is, Hey, I want to be an NBA player. I don't want to be a, uh, a semi-pro player or OTE pro player or G League pro player. I want to be NBA pro player. And so that's what he wanted to do was go somewhere where he felt like that place was going to be able to help develop him to become an NBA pro, you know, too. Uh, and so obviously Coach Barnes has a reputation uh, and has plenty of players that have you know, play for him that ended up, you know, being NBA players. So Coach Barnes knows what it looks like. And, you know, Julian was looking for something like that to where he could go be the next guy to make that happen. Well, let's look at some of his game and what you saw from him this past season, kind of, you know, how he coached him and everything too. But offensively, I think Rick Barnes, when, when those announced that he, you know, with Julian signed with Tennessee, he gave a, a statement saying that he described him as a three-level scorer. Um, so would you say that's, you know, that's pretty applicable. And if, if that is, you know, is, is there a level that he really excels at of the three levels? Can he, can he drive to the basket? Is he, is he able to finish strong at the rim as well? Yes. He's, he's a three level scorer without a question. Um, probably the thing that I always have told everyone about him is his jumping ability. Uh, his second jump is a lot faster than most guys first jump, uh, in which, makes him a big time rebounder uh, because of that factor, you know, too, or he can miss a shot and be back up and put the shot back in before the guy actually gets off the floor, you know, for the defender gets off the floor on his first jump, you know, too. But um, he's really at his best when he's attacking the basket because uh, he can really attack the basket, you know, uh, really effectively, you know, and so he, he's, he's a, a big, big time slasher, when it comes to getting to the basket and, and people have a hard time stopping him and he's either going to score or he's great at drawing fouls, you know, too. He had several games this year where he shot, you know, double digit free throws, uh, which that doesn't happen very often for most players, you know? And so, but he, he's improved his three point shooting, uh, shot a very well, a very good percentage for us this year from three um, has also developed a mid range pull up. Uh, and, you know, like I said, in, you know, at the rim, he's pretty much unstoppable when it comes to getting to the basket. So, uh, we just had to get him to the point where he didn't always settle because he worked on his three point shooting. So, so much that, you know, Hey, don't forget about the other parts of your game. Coach, I'm beginning to think you read over my notes before we <laughs> start this call, because I had written down about rebounding and free throw and, and drawing fouls to get to the free throw line. So you, you already covered both those. Um, that's really good to hear it. it. 
it reminds me when the last episode I've recorded, we were talking about Julian Phillips's commitment and we were talking about Tennessee's attack plan that this off season guys are bringing in. And I mentioned uh, Tyreek key, who's a transfer from Indiana state really gets to the foul lines as a six, three two Oh five guard. Like he's, he does a really good job of driving the basket and getting free throw attempts. And it sounds like Phillips um, does a good job of doing the same thing. I think that was one of the weaknesses Tennessee this past year. They didn't have a lot of guys that could really, drive and finish at the rim and draw those fouls um like you know, in years past you look at like a grant williams for example was a guy that did that for tennessee you know a few years ago too but i think that was what tennessee was really missing this past year but it sounds like what you described julian phillips uh, he fits that mold pretty well yeah he does without a question uh, I, I was able to watch several of tennessee's games you know this year uh because kenley chandler uh was one of my guys, one of my former players, you know, too. So I've always watched um, as many games as, as he is as possible this season. And so that's one of the things that I know that Julian is going to be able to come in and be able to help right away uh, in that aspect there of taking uh, uh, some of the load off of some of the guys as far as scoring-wise go. Good. I, I, I like hearing that. Uh, it makes me happy to hear about, that. like I said, where Tennessee, I thought they were deficient last year. It sounds like Julian is going to come in and, help in some of those areas uh, defensively you know how is he on defense I know he brings a lot of versatility and as you've already mentioned several times he's very athletic and sounds like he's going to come in and also be a guy that can jump out of the the building like Tennessee's had the last three or four years too uh, but how did you use him on, on defense this season and, and how do you think he projects kind of defensively in college and beyond too well he actually improved quite a bit uh from the time he arrived on campus um in high school, his, his traditional high school before he came to Link, uh, he was more in the post and guarded, you know, more of the bigger guys and things like that because he's a legit six eight, uh, you know, uh, wing, you know, and so therefore, you know, we ended up putting him on smaller guards, uh, guys that could really shoot it, you know, too. He ended up drawing a lot of those assignments also because of his wingspan. He has over seven foot wingspan and he's six, eight, uh, also. So, uh, we use this lint quite a bit defensively and, and that really helped us and helped him, uh, become a better defender, you know, too. And so we, we didn't have a problem putting him on pretty much anyone, uh, out there on the floor. Um, and he actually ended up, becoming one of our best defenders uh, by the end of the year to where we actually end up putting him on, you know, some of the other team's best players. Well, no wonder Tennessee really wanted him. It sounds like a lot of the way you described him from his work ethic, the way he defends and the way he, you know, carries himself. It sounds a lot like guys that Rick Barnes and his staff have really targeted over the years. So, I mean, you know, from the way Kenny Chandler was to me, those types of guys just, they seem to fit, fit in well at Tennessee. One of the last questions I have is, is about, Julian off the court and you'd already mentioned that you know something people may not know about him is he's kind of funny so I, I'm curious you know what how would you describe Julian's personality and kind of both on the court and off because I imagine he's not very funny on the court but I'm curious how he is kind of personality wise both on and off the court well on the court you know he he has a uh assassin type of personality where he's going to you know go and try to destroy you know everyone that he plays against um, you know, too. And that's that high competitive, you know, type of guy that he is. And so, which that's what you want, you know, from, from a player, um, someone that's going to be able to go out there and give it his best game in and game out. And the thing I love about him too, is a lot of guys, uh, don't like to practice, 
Um, you know, and he's one of those guys that actually enjoys practice, you know, too. So um, he shows up every single practice and bring it every single practice. He shows up every single game and brings every single game off the floor. Like I said, he's the type of kid that um, he's kind of quiet at the beginning uh, until, you know, he gets to know you and feel comfortable with you in the same way uh, with his teammates, you know, too. And then all of a sudden it ended up being where he's always going to be the one that's cracking jokes, telling jokes. He's quick on his feet. He's witty to where, you know, things would come up and he'll just say something to make just everyone just bust up laughing, you know, too. And so that's the part that, uh, you know, I found, you know, very enjoyable being around him this year was the fact of he has a great personality to him. Well, Coach, it sounds like he's really going to fit in at Tennessee, and it sounds like Tennessee fans are going to love him too. And, and with now that we're in the NIL era, it sounds like, you know, hopefully we'll fans and – like, I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm not really a media member. So hopefully, like, we all get to see him more and get to see the personality of him more, uh, you know, rather than years past where a lot of times you don't get a lot of access to players. Hopefully now we get to see that more of him. And I, I'm looking forward to, you know, getting to see what Julian Phillips brings to this year uh, to Tennessee and what he does on the court and off the court um, while he's in Knoxville. But, Coach uh, – it's been fantastic having you on. Uh, I really, really appreciate you taking time to do this and filling in our listeners and filling in all fans of, you know, what to expect about or from William Phillips when he's at Tennessee. Is there anything else you want to add before we uh, get out of the show here? Well, I'm looking forward to watching, you know, next year. We do. We actually ran a lot of the same things that Tennessee actually runs, and that was the same thing that uh, draw Kennedy, you know, there too. So that was one of the things, uh, the selling points for Julian also. Uh, cause he wanted to go somewhere where he knew that he fits in with the style of play, you know, too. And so, uh, that's the, that's the great, great, great coaching by coach Barnes, you know, implementing some of the same things that we do because then our guys fit in quite well, you know, there too, but, uh, we're looking forward to one of the, you know, Tennessee fans going to have, you know, a great player to cheer for and, uh, going to expect a lot of great things from him this, this coming season. Again, that was coach Rodney Perry who coached at Lincoln Academy and coached Julian Phillips this past year. And also before he came to Lincoln Academy, coached Kennedy Chandler, uh, coached a lot of really good guys as he listed off the beginning of this interview. So uh, coach, thank you so much for coming on here and, and Vol fans, uh, you'll give coach Perry a lot of thanks and stuff too in the comments or go follow him on Twitter and also tweet Lincoln Academy. Uh, they, they were, I watched. I got to watch that championship game uh, with you guys this past year on TV. So I got to got to watch a little bit of it because I was like, all right, I'm gonna really watch Julian Phillips here because Tennessee's back in on him. So <laughs> I got to watch that game, and um, y- y'all run a, a very fun style of, of to watch on at least especially on TV. So uh, again, thank you so much, Coach Perry, for coming on here, and thank you, Vol fans, for watching and listening. And again, subscribe if you haven't liked this video and shared around so more Vol fans can know what to expect from Julian Phillips setting into next season. But signing off for Coach Perry, I am Nathaniel, and this has been another episode of the Vol Basketball Fever Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Vol Basketball Fever Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the show so you never miss a new episode. Subscribe to our YouTube channel for more video content, and follow us on Twitter and Facebook as well. Thank you, Vol fans. 